Hey everybody, welcome to your midweek Trashy Divorces, Trashy Breakups edition. My name is Stacy. Hey everybody, I'm Alicia. It's Breakups. It is Breakups. We're going to time travel back to 1995. Oh, the glory days. Your trash candy, up today, often requested, <laughs> finally happening, the trashy breakup of Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Hurley. This does come up a lot. We have touched on Elizabeth Hurley back mm -hmm. in the Shane Warne story. Sure. Australian cricketer. We change our focus today into these two lovebirds, Hugh and Liz. And today we barely raise an eyebrow when we hear about celebrity sex tapes or salacious cheating scandals. It's sure. routine of the day. Yeah. But back in 1995, the world could not look away from the mess that Hugh Grant got himself into when he cheated on his girlfriend, Elizabeth Hurley. In 1995, Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Hurley were one of the most beautiful and famous celebrity couples. Grant was known for his boyish good looks and British charm. He had starred in films like The Remains of the Day and Sense and Sensibility. Oh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Sure, that was, yeah. Still a good film. Elizabeth Hurley was also a British actor celebrated for her beauty and had recently been made the spokesperson and face of Estee Lauder Cosmetics. Heavily featured in fragrance ads, these two are sitting on top of the world. They had met back in 1987 on the Spanish set of Ramondo Alviento. They fall in love. They'll be together for the next 13 years. Even the highly publicized and ridiculed cheating and subsequent arrest would not end this relationship, at least not right away. Let's get into it. This particular section I like to call the infamous incident <laughs> arrest in tabloid aftermath. It really was a big deal. The police, the fuzz, the 5-0 will find heartthrob and actor Hugh Grant in a parked car near Sunset Boulevard with a sex worker named Divine Brown, June 27th, 1995. Hugh Grant claims that the debut of his film, Nine Months, with Julianne Moore and Robin Williams, was to blame. How so? Well, nine months and the role that this film has in his decision to, you know, train wreck his life, Hugh Grant says that he had just been to the Hollywood premiere of the movie and felt my acting was inferior, and I began to doubt myself. This is a quote from him. Okay. The film was about to come out a week or two after that, and I had a bad feeling about it. I went to see a screening. Everyone in it was brilliant, but I was so atrocious that I was not in a good frame of mind. So Hugh Grant, disappointed in his acting in a romantic comedy co-starring Robin Williams, for fuck's sake. Movie's probably going to be fine, Julianne Moore. Mm -hmm. You're great. Mm -hmm. Is anyone going to notice you, Hugh Grant? But a crisis of confidence shakes him. So disappointed in his acting, Hugh decides that the best course of action to improve his spirits would be to pay a sex worker $60 to perform oral sex on him in his car on Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Now, earlier that night, he'd been out having dinner and drinks with Jeff Goldblum and Tom Arnold, who were also in the film. Somewhere between when he left Jeff Goldblum and Tom Arnold, 
I think actual both trashy divorces profiles that we've covered. Mm-hmm. This is the whole intersection of spiderwebs. Sure. Somewhere when he leaves Tommy and Jeff about 1.30 in the morning, Hugh Grant decides to, as he will put it in his own words, quote unquote, take a walk on the wild side. Uh. I think we just named our episode. Oh, okay. Naturally, the plan does backfire. There is a pretty unflattering mugshot and a number of humiliating headlines after he was arrested by the Los Angeles Police Department. Yep. If Hugh Grant was feeling bad about himself prior (laughs) to the arrest, (laughs) he was definitely not feeling better after the arrest because he was told he would face up to six months in jail for participating in a lewd act in a public place. Hugh was released on $250 bail and left jail to face the embarrassing consequences of his actions. And he did so very publicly, too. 100%. First step, let me release a statement. Quote, last night I did something completely insane. I have hurt people I love and embarrassed people I work with. For both things, I am more sorry than I can ever possibly say. Speculation runs rampant about his motives. What was he thinking? What impact will it have on his career? How will his beautiful girlfriend, face of Estee Lauder, Elizabeth Hurley, act to this very public betrayal? One anonymous female film producer tells People Magazine, (laughs) this is great, Sean Penn could get away with this, but not Hugh Grant. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, he did have a really nice guy image. I, right. I think he still does, but it, yes. This is her next sentence. Every woman in America wanted him to take her out for a malt. <laughs> now the buzz in the secretarial pool is, oh, yuck. <laughs> now, the timing is not great for Grant because his movie, Nine Months, was too close to its release date to be postponed, which meant... Hugh Grant is under contract to fulfill media and publicity obligations despite his arrest. Sure. I am certain that Hugh Grant would not have chosen to be as much in the spotlight as he was, but 11 days after his arrest, he's on The Tonight Show Mm -hmm. with Jay Leno. I just, I, well, one, I hadn't realized it was 11 days. I thought it was like the next day or something. Anyway, whew. Yeah, the movie was two weeks out. So now they're on, it's just long enough for mm-hmm. it almost to have died down until your press junket happens. Uh-huh, yeah. So here comes Hugh Grant into the lion's den. Mm. Jay Leno opens his interview with, what the hell were you thinking? Yep. Yep, yep. Now, Hugh Grant was not the only target of relentless media tabloids and talk shows. All of the media tabloids and talk shows are also pursuing Divine Brown. Really taking you back here. The coverage over this was tacky and sensational with headlines like, Hugh told me I was his sex fantasy, or Hugh's hooker, quote unquote. Hugh Grant and his typical boyish, nervous mannerisms will say, it's not easy explaining People have given me tons of ideas on this one from, I was under a lot of pressure. I was lonely. I fell down the stairs when I was a kid. But I think it would just be bollocks to say anything like that. 
I'm sure I would be enjoying this as much as everyone else if I were watching, but it's horrible when you're on the other end. So luckily for Hugh Grant, his humility and taking responsibility, accountability, Mm -hmm. instead of making excuses, it's a remarkable way to behave, seems to work for him. Yeah. He comes out of the incident a little humiliated, but otherwise intact. Nine months was a success, and his relationship with Elizabeth Hurley survives. For a while. For a while. But at this point, his punishment for pleading guilty to committing a lewd act in public was a fine for $1,000, two years summary probation, and attending a compulsory AIDS education program. All very smart for 1995. This is a little bit funny. It was a little while later reported in the news that Hugh Grant was taunted by some drunken teenagers in a London cafe about his arrest. The kids were shouting some things. Instead of Hugh Grant, the kids were like, Ah, Hugh Rat! The other taunt is your wine divine. Mm. Yikes. No doubt these types of situations were not uncommon for Hugh Grant in the months following the arrest, but he goes on to have continued success in Hollywood. Just a few years later in 1999, he'll star with Julia Roberts in Notting Hill, which was a major hit. 2001, what? Bridget Jones's Diary, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. also a phenomenal success. The hits keep coming. I'm going to leave us there. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about divine brown for a moment in her section of this story okay see you on the flip hey trash pandas when you need a brain break from your day let me recommend the game june's journey for android and iphone it's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder uncovering family secrets and i don't know exposing official corruption all in an extremely stylish 1920s setting Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia, It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, Alicia, tell us about Divine Brown. Divine Brown's real name is Estella Marie Thompson. Her punishment for all of this, she was sentenced to 180 days in jail. Yikes. That seems... Okay. Well, what is that? Six months in jail for Mm -hmm. performing a lewd sex act in public because she was also guilty of breaking the terms of her current probation. Mm -hmm. But Divine Brown's story does not stop there. In the years since the incident, Divine has been quite pleased to give all the juicy details about her infamous night with Hugh Grant. Oh, holy cat, Stacy! It's in 2010 that Divine, now going by her name of, real name of Stella, sits down for a candid interview with 
the Daily Mail. Those are my favorite. We're 15 years later? 100% 15 years. This never wow. goes away. Okay. So Stella Divine Brown is living in Atlanta at that time. Hey. Homegirl shout out. She's running a music production company with her fiance. Divine Brown will say, that was the trick that changed my life, honey. The event that earned me a million dollars. I was just trying to pay a few bills that night. Lo and behold, I got a celebrity. I agreed to go with him for 50 bucks, but ended up with more than 10,000 times that. God has a path for us all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Stella goes on to say that she has earned more than $1 million from media interviews and guest appearances. But the incident also led to a complete lifestyle change for her. She will stop sex work after that night. Divine Brown says, The fuss afterwards scared me right there and took me off the game. I have the most wonderful life now. I've got a nice new home with three bedrooms and four bathrooms. It's very pretty and I have a beautiful garden with flowers. There's no pool, but I do have a picket fence. I thank the Lord every day. Oh, that's very nice. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know, when she's talking to the Daily Mail, she's asked to recall the events of the night with Hugh Grant. Of course. Stella Thompson will say, the other night I was thinking, I wonder if he thinks about that night. (laughs) I know he loved it. He kept calling me cherry red because my lips were red. My shoes and clothes were red. Even my underwear was red. He kept complimenting me on my lips and my feet. I guess he has a foot fetish too. Surprised he was paying much attention to her feet, but yeah, I guess. Other option for the name of this episode, Lady in Red. Mm. I don't know. So many choices. Could go a lot of ways. When Stella Thompson first spots Grant, she was afraid that he was a police officer because he kept circling his car and he was wearing a baseball cap down real low to cover, you know, his famous face. So at first she runs from him. This is her quote. He kept circling the block and pulling up in front of me. There were a lot of beautiful girls out that night, but he just wanted me. Eventually, I built up enough courage to confront him. I said, I'm going to call the cops if you keep stalking me. (laughs) He said, I want you. You're so beautiful. What's a beautiful girl like you doing on the street? Then Stella Thompson says, he sounded a bit like Prince Charles, but tried to cover up his accent. (laughs) Okay. After getting into Grant's BMW and parking with him on a side street, she recalls they were together for about 20 minutes before they were interrupted by two police officers tapping on the window. You want to know how they got caught? How'd they get caught? According to her, police officers took notice of the car because the brake lights kept flashing on and off. (laughs) This is Stella Thompson. He kept pushing his foot on the brake. He kept saying, oh, cherry red, cherry red. Then we got that knock on the window. That guy put his flashlight down on my head. I looked up. Hugh looked up and said, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, oh, shite. I don't know how Hugh Grant would have said that, but something to that effect. Each member of the pair was then asked to get out of the car. Both were taken to the Hollywood police station in handcuffs. She doesn't know that's Hugh Grant until she sees the news report about the arrests the next day. Interesting. No clue. 
Like, that was just a bad night. I got busted with John. Right. This is her talking again. The news that Hugh Grant, the British actor, had been arrested was on Good Morning America, (laughs) the early morning news. But I'd no idea they were talking about me until the police released a mugshot to the media. He wasn't so famous in America then. It was me that helped his career. (laughs) You know something? If he saw my face again and I saw his, I'm sure he'd give me that same smile he gave me then. I know he helped to upgrade my future and my family, but I upgraded his too. That is uh, one way to look at it, I guess. Everybody's got their particular point in the plot line. After that, Divine Brown appears basically on every popular talk show at the time, including Jerry Springer, Judge Judy, The Howard Stern Show. You know, brands are going to come along to do some advertising. There's a lingerie and a lipstick line. Of her change in status, she will say, I was able to buy some amazing things, beautiful gowns and dresses. I was always attracted to the glamorous life, and that half an hour with Hugh Grant made me able to buy all the things I dreamt of having. Had no idea. She will go on. It does, this newfound thing does wear off quickly. And she decides that she wants to be known for more than just the sex worker with Hugh Grant. Her goal is to find the old Stella again, which prompts her move to Atlanta. And closing out that interview, she'll say, that might have been the best paying sex act in the world, but real life doesn't usually turn out like a pretty woman film. He could have been a mad maniac instead of Hugh Grant, which is all very true. Yeah. 2014, she's interviewed by Snapper Media. She's not done. This is now 19 years after the fact. They will interview Stella Thompson to discuss her thoughts on Hugh Grant's three love children in the span of 15 months. Three babies. 15 months. Stella Thompson says, I was shocked by the news. He can't control himself at all. That little devil, he's moving around like a hot potato. He will not be the guy who will sit down and be faithful to one woman. He made love to these two women he was with, but trust me, he's not going to be a one-woman man. Follow-up is, do you have any sympathy for the women involved in the three love children within 15 months from two different women thing? She says these women knew what they were dealing with with Hugh Grant. They knew what kind of man he was. He's a player. They're older women. They knew his past and that he dealt with a lady of leisure and me. And they know how he parties. I do have a few more Divine Brown quotes because they're just, they're she's excellent. the best part of the story. Mm-hmm. So she's asked why she thinks a 53-year-old man cannot control himself. She has some thoughts. I don't think he goes out looking for it. He's just a bad boy. <laughs> That's something that's going to follow him. That's something he can never get rid of. He loves beautiful women. He could be faithful, but unfortunately, he gets bored with one woman. She knew him for 30 30 minutes. minutes. (laughs) This is a very deep psychopathy of Hugh Grant. No, she goes on. He has to have a different kind of woman. I experienced that with him. He's the type that gets bored with his relationship. He sees another woman in a fantasy he'd love to have and... He's the type of man that goes out and gets it like he did with me. He loves to play, and now he's conceiving children while he's playing. 
Maybe now he's getting older and wants somebody to carry on his legacy. I really love the 30-minute analysis. It yeah. is fantastic. She will go on to Snapper Media. Down in Britain, it's really different. They're really defined with how they raise their children. These days, it's hard for a man to settle down with a woman for 50 years, and that's what they expected with Hugh Grant. Then the scandal came out with me and him, and they saw him in a different light. If I was Hugh Grant, I would move out of the UK and get the children and the mothers of the children and move them to the States because I feel like he'll be less criticized. It's a more accepting atmosphere in America. <laughs> then he can raise his kids without pressure. The British are not fair when it comes to things like that because they're so historic with raising a family. She's then asked if she'd like another shot with Hugh Grant now that she spent 20 years discovering his psychopathy. She laughed and said, of course I still fancy him. Hugh Grant is a fine-looking white boy. Even 15 years later, he looks really good for his age. I'd love to see him again. I can be his next baby mama. Incredible. Oh, we're not done. We have the Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Hurley relationship post-arrest. You sure. forgot the story was about them. No, no. I. In all of the amazing Divine Brown No, quotes. I'm just, those quotes are just incredible. Sometimes it's hard to figure out what to cut in our narrative, and yeah. sometimes it all just sticks in. So as difficult as it may be to believe, the romance between Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Hurley will survive this entire incident. Media storm, headlines, probation, fines to follow. The couple will stay together another five years. They'll stay together till 2000, but they will never marry. Even after their split... Hugh and Elizabeth have remained incredibly close friends. Hugh Grant will say about their relationship on the Jess Cagle interview in 2018. We're like brother and sister. I think it's partly because we went from zero to somewhere together, and we went through terrible years at the beginning when neither of us had any work living in a tiny flat. It was quite bonding. I recall that one of Shane Warren's complaints when he and... Elizabeth Hurley were in a relationship was how close she was with her ex and that kind of freaked him out. When you grow up together, you're young and you're dumb and you have, you know, your ramen noodle years together with somebody. You don't mm -hmm. forget that. Elizabeth Hurley mm -hmm. has a similar view when it comes to how their relationship shifted since their split. She'll say to Access Hollywood in March 2015, he is annoying, but I annoy him too. I mean, it's a mutual annoyance. <laughs> But we love each other a lot. I mean, there wasn't a question of us not being best friends. I think when you've been with someone for a long time, they are family. And to me, he's like a big brother. Or not even a big brother, because sometimes I'm more grown up than him. But we're like siblings now. They are such close friends that when Elizabeth Hurley had a son, Hugh Grant was chosen as the godfather. Hmm. Mm -hmm. In an October 2020 episode of People's TV show, Elizabeth Hurley said, The last time I spoke to Hugh would be this morning. I speak to him quite a lot. I was asking him his advice on a script I just received. She'll explain that Hugh Grant has long served her as a pretty good career advisor. She'll say, I still go to him for advice on scripts, even though he's very happily married with five children and I'm very happy in my own life. There's still certain bits we cross over with very well. And asking any advice about work, he's still my go-to person. So it's very nice. It is. 
Hugh Grant does not stop having an eventful love life with his after his breakup with Elizabeth Hurley. He will star with Sandra Bullock in two weeks' notice. Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant date briefly in 2001. From 2004 to 2007, Hugh Grant will date British screenwriter and producer Jemima Khan. He was rumored to be in a relationship with Drew Barrymore really briefly when they co-starred together in Music and Lyrics in 2007. Grant will have two children with his former girlfriend, Ting Lan Hong, who he met in a Chelsea restaurant in 2008. Couple have a daughter born in 2011 and a son in 2012. That was a pretty big time for Hugh Grant because he also had a child with his on-and-off-again girlfriend, Swedish television producer Anna Eberstein, in 2012. Okay. Anna Eberstein, though, don't worry about it. She doesn't mind not being the only woman to have his child in 2012 because they'll have another child in 2015. (laughs) And Hugh Grant and Anna Eberstein will get married in 2018. And as of now, Hugh Grant is married to Anna and the couple shared three children together in addition to his two children with Ting Long Hung. And that is how you build an international family, friends. <laughs> that, that is a very eventful love life. <laughs> the trashy breakup of Hugh and Elizabeth, not really that trashy. Mm-mm. You remain good friends. I have a few exes like this. You know, we're good friends. Like brother and sister, you know each other. Yeah. You're happy to see each other. Yeah. You're the guy I call for advice on this, but whoa. Divine Brown, talk about milking that for everything. I'm so impressed with her ability to milk that 30 minutes. (laughs) It was an impactful 30 minutes. The 30 minutes that earned me a million dollars. Half hour hinge of my life. As we say in the South, bless all their hearts. Yeah. I don't know how many trash cans get involved in this. They all live on Sunset Boulevard, for hmm. sure, at nighttime. Sure. Got to be some red clothing. <laughs> I don't know. 1995, you. Yep. It really was a big deal. All right. Well, is that it for us? That's it. That's as trashy as I can go today. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. And thanks to Melissa, who pulled that one together. You rock, my friend. Uh, Thank you for the delightful supplement of all the Divine Brown quotes. Mm -hmm. Those really made it. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you listening so, so much. If you need more Trashy Divorces, before we come back to you this Sunday with two new banging Hot Dumpster Fires, you can find us over at Patreon.com. Slash Trashy Divorces. Also worth a mention here, if you are into old Hollywood, now is the time to check out my other little side thing, Done and Done. That's D-O-N-E and D-U-N-N-E. We are into it, and we've got a lot of fun spiderweb stuff going on over there. All right. think that's the business. Until we meet again, darlings, on Sunday. Wash your hands. Cleanest of hands. Trashiest Trashiest. of hearts. Mm -hmm. Have a great week, friends. Big love. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us. 
Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.